Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host. We call him T-Mac. His name is Tony McKinnon on a actually a really nice November day. Yeah, douches on this nice day. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I think 77 degrees is the high today. Yeah, i got almost a full one-hour nap today. This is a good day. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually recording this program on November the 3rd, and it's the first day of the men's conference. Yeah. So we're starting our men's conference tonight. We're looking forward to destined to win. Destined to win. Having a wonderful time with a bunch of bunch of guys. Obviously, the men's conference will be over by the time you listen to this podcast. But we're excited, and the weather looks nice. Yep. Tomorrow looks like maybe some rain, though. Yeah, we need it though. Yeah, we complain. <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes you know you don't complain whenever whenever you actually need the rain. Um, you know, we've been having a burn ban around here and yeah. things like that, and, and it's really good because um. We're going to do a um, retreat next week with our, my Synergy group, and we really at the like, ranch at the ranch, and we really want to actually have a bonfire. So, you know, we yeah. need to get that rain so there's no burn ban there. Well, today's guest, we have Roddy Schaefer with us today. Roddy Schaefer is well now he lives in Fort Walton um, Beach, Florida. Um, Champion Life Church is, is that your your church? Yeah, been all over. Started yeah. in Louisiana now. In the Niceville, Florida, now to Fort Walton Beach, Florida. So. Yeah, so Roddy's originally from Louisiana, and we're going to get to hear his story and how he heard about Rama, how he showed up, and what all went on um, You know, here at Rama. Known Roddy a, a long time. Um, we were pretty close whenever he was here in school. He's part of the basketball program, so um, I was always involved there pretty pretty often. But it's a <laughs> – he has, he has a championship ring a on. championship ring on for this. Yeah. yeah. Bring back memories. Well, it's there good to go. be here on the, on the program. So, first of all, let's talk about how did you ever um, find out about our ministry before you came to Raymond? Because I know, I know you were in ministry before you came, but how did you hear about um, Kenneth Hagin Ministries, Raymond Bible Training College? Well, I was in Minden, Louisiana, in a Baptist church, and I saw this very good-looking girl and uh, she was uh with a mini book no with a, <laughs> carrying a brother hagan mini book and See? i followed her no. <laughs> no actually my wife uh we met on a blind date i was coaching high school basketball in louisiana and uh we started a bible study at the high school there and it ended up being the whole school was coming for three years to a bible study and uh, had different speakers come in and I had this girl that I was coaching on a basketball team. Uh, she said, Coach, you really need to uh, meet my cousin. She just got out of Bible school. And being in the Baptist church, I didn't know any, any other kind of Bible school but vacation Bible school. So I said, that's a little bit too young. you know." So, <laughs> so I said, that's a little too young for me there. So, uh, so anyway, we met on a blind date, and uh, I was at the Baptist church. Just got filled with the Holy Ghost in the Baptist church, though, and just about to get kicked out anyway. So... Um, we actually went out on the blind date, got to talking. We had we met on there, the blind date and found out we had the same best friend, you know. That's what I like to tell people. We didn't know each other, but we had the same best friend, Jesus. And, you know, we were engaged for two weeks and got married. So Is uh, that a true story? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, if you see it's, something you want, give yeah, it. Yeah, we didn't have long to mess around. You know, <laughs> she was about, I was 27 at the time, so. But um, she went to this church in Menden called Living Word, you know, where they, clap and stand up, lift their hands, run around. And I was like, oh, man, what do we got a crazy, you know, I was in there. And so ended up that was the church that Bill Bush started in yeah. Menden, Louisiana. And uh, uh, he was there actually when I came over to followed her over there. And I heard her speaking at a Bible uh, uh, Sunday school program. And she just uh, really 
I say that she's kind of like my carrot. You know, you get a carrot, put it out in front of a horse, get it up on the stage and kind of get it where it's supposed to get to. And she was that for me. And I just followed her over to the Holy Ghost Church, you know. So, <laughs> and uh, really, she's really the key to the whole thing, probably. So, a good looking woman. So. <laughs> so, well, the Bible does say when you find a wife, you find, you a, find good, a, good, a good thing. A good thing. Well, it rings on my phone. It says your good thing is called T H A N G in Louisiana. Yeah. Your good thing is called. That's what you say, Thing. Good thing. Yeah. So, so you're here in Louisiana, and you were telling us before you, you kind of started in ministry already. Um, yeah. Before you came there. Well, that was uh, my, the coaching there turned into a. Um, FCA that was over the FCA in our high school, but then the regional. That's, that's Fellowship of Christian Athletes for some people that might be listening and have no clue what FCA for is. For folks in India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we for do all have, of our we, people in India and do. in Pakistan watching, that is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. But we actually, first priority was another thing. I don't even know if it still goes on, but it's a Bible club not for athletes, too. And uh, the, the leader of that left and took a church in Kansas to pastor, and then he um, offered me the the position of being over 29 high schools to go in and preach uh, the gospel in school assemblies. We had 10,000 born again in northwest Louisiana in the rural areas of Louisiana, not big cities. So I was already preaching and then, you know, at the time then Pastor David Davilbus had taken over for Bill Bush's church because he came here to teach at Ramah. And yeah. Everybody remembers Bill Bush. He was everybody's one of her favorites, you know. He was awesome. And uh, but he said, you need to pray about going to Rama. Pastor David did. And I said, oh, man, I'm already doing, you know, ministry and, and things like that. So I got here long. I just told this story in the NRC a second ago. But um, we, we got up here to get acquainted, came up to get acquainted weekend. Yeah, we, we call it Rama College weekend now, but yeah. Well, it was get acquainted <laughs> when I came. And we came up, and Coach Shockley was up there talking about the the basketball program and my wife said oh oh you know he she said he said we play college basketball here and you know minor uh, junior college basketball program and my wife looks at me you you should try out you should try out and I said oh babe this is college she said you just had 50 points in a men's league game I said that was church league babe I said this is this is these are 18 19 20 year olds so person across the table from me said uh and plus I just threw it out there you know I don't have any shoes with me and uh so the guy said, what size you wear? I said, 10 and a half, 11. He goes, I got some in the car. <laughs> so I ended up trying out for the team. 50 people tried out, long story short. I had about seven or 10 three-pointers, something like that. Got real, played a lot, just was out of shape. And, you know, uh, coach cut down to six people, and he kept me on the team. And I said, <laughs> I said, coach, I'm not coming up here to play any ball. I said, I'm coming up here to get the word and get ready for ministry. I said, I'm not playing. I said, I've been coaching. I hadn't been playing. I've been telling people to run. I hadn't been running, you know? <laughs> so I said, I'm out of, he said, if you go to Louisiana and get back in shape, he said, we'll let you play on the team. We'll get you on the team. I said, I'm not going to get back in shape. I said, I don't want to get back in shape. So long. And, and, and how old were you at the time? I was almost 30. I was yeah. 20, uh, 29, about to be 30. And I'm like, it was good to see that I could have done it, though. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I could have played with them guys. Matter of fact, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, that's speaking tomorrow morning, and I'm speaking at 1030. Jesse was on that team. And that's tomorrow morning is Raymond basketball morning. Here, All right. So, uh -huh. Yeah. So that would be fun. And uh, got here and just jumped right in with that. Actually, I 
when Coach, you know, made it down to the six people, I told him that I'm not coming to play ball. I don't really want to. I said, I've been coaching. I hadn't been playing. I've been coaching high school. And uh, that, when I got back here and enrolled in Rama, Coach called our apartment over at the Greens. I don't even know if it's apartments over at the Greens is where we were living. And uh, he said, hey, man, this is Coach Shockley. I said, man, I must be really good. <laughs> you know, you need me, don't you, to be on that team. He said, actually, no, I don't need you on the team. He said, but I do need another coach. Ah. I said, I heard you say you've been coaching, and Bill Bush was here by then, yeah. and he told him about me coaching and about the Bible studies there at the school and everything, and it ended up working out to where he calls me in. I thought it was going to be like a job, you know. I thought, well, I'll get paid, and I'll get <laughs> – I said, this is, this is going to be my Rama job while I'm here. Well, he calls me in. He says, all voluntary. We have about 80, 80 games on the schedule the next uh, two years. He said, it's voluntary, and you don't get any money. <laughs> I said, man, I got a house in Louisiana we were renting out, had all kind of stuff. Long story short, we laid in bed one night, Danielle and I, and she said, you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be coaching up there. And I said, yeah, well, walked in, told Coach, took, the, took that, and was the best thing I ever did. Divine Connections, have more friends all over the country now than I would have, would have never met had I not gotten involved when I'm, you know, just another, you know, story about getting involved, be, putting your hand to something while yeah. you're there, doing yeah. it, not just being a sitter, but getting involved with the ministry and getting involved doing things. So just, uh, you know, all the open doors that have come from that one step of obedience has been amazing. Mm -hmm. so it's, and what uh, years was that? Uh, 01, uh, enrolled in 01 and graduated in 03. Okay. It's actually the year Brother Hagan went home to be with the Lord, and we yeah. like to say that actually that's why he went on home because that was the <laughs> best year. 03, he said, I can't beat that class there. So he <laughs> said, I think uh, I'm going to get out of here. So that's what we – Earl Glisson argues with us about it, but I believe that's the year <laughs> that he said, I'm out. I can't beat that class. Yeah, this so, is it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously you were, you were here um, – um, at school, I mean, is there some outstanding things you'd like to like to mention you know, about the basketball team? Because you know, people don't understand our basketball team wasn't just here to play basketball. They're they're also you know here to change lives, and also too we we help change. I mean, some of our people who came to play basketball for us, you know, oh I mean, when, when they came to Raymond, when they left, they were completely different people. It was rehab. Yeah. Everybody that was on our team, I don't know if it's like this every year, but our teams. Everyone's pastoring or traveling or ministering from Jesse Tamara to Chad to Dave. I mean, everybody I can name now has got a church mm -hmm. somewhere. So it's now the connections and people going out. Now we do a lot of outreach and stuff, and I have connections from that team. The two years of just coaching yeah. that we're going in and helping other churches. We, we like to help other churches do outreach and get out of the church. But um, it is, I mean, we went – as the team also to Ohio and spoke at a church. We preached yeah. in churches while we were on the road, too. We would take the Rama bus and load it up and go stop at churches on the way to some games and stop and do church services, too. And uh, that was really, really a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff that we did. We actually got uh, went to World Harvest in Ohio. That was an uh, awesome trip there. It was, <laughs> it was uh, Rod Parsley against Kenneth Hagan, and uh, it really almost turned into that over there. Uh, you were you there? I'm pretty sure. No, I was. I wasn't. The, the, I didn't. I didn't go to World Harvest. <laughs> he uh, he was. Uh, that was a rival. He was a graduation speaker the year I graduated. Rod. Yeah. 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 Here. Yeah. No, wow. no, he yeah. wouldn't have spoke down, that year. Down downtown. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. this was a. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a close game. You know. Uh, Anyway, we won't get into what happened on that because it was, you know, how 
sports can bring out some flesh sometimes. Yeah, you I've, I've heard tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I I, I was here here on campus whenever we played World Harvest here on campus, and like I said, they were they were one of our biggest rivals. I saw and, the video. Yeah. And actually, you know, another one of our rivals was Hillsdale College out of Michigan. Yeah. And, you know, you hear a lot about Hillsdale College now, um, you know, because they do a lot of constitutional type type stuff and things like that. And whenever we played them, I, I had no clue, no clue about, about anything about them. But um, yeah. they were one of our, our big rivals as, as well. Um, yeah, I mean, th- those were some, some awesome times. Um, awesome. You know, Growing experience for me. Always at Rama, I think Coach Shockley even told me this too when he was here that it takes half a year. I think we started two and twelve, and we finished thirty-two and fourteen. So we went on a, like a thirty-one and two record going yeah. into the end of the year because it takes that long for that Team many to jail. people to, jail. to come together, and yeah. uh, and it's really the things you learn when it comes to ministry. I've always said sports is a huge ministry. Uh, comparison if you're a good I, I believe that's why sports is listed in the Bible and soldiers you know military and, and, and sports. farmers and farmers <laughs> yeah yeah and farmers all of those are in there and uh, I believe sports it prepares you for a lot of stuff you yeah. know you I mean you can quit get down I remember coach Shockley walking into the dressing room one game we were getting beat by somebody real bad here and he comes in and gets a little vocal you know uh, we won't say on this broadcast, what all he, he didn't say anything <laughs> bad, but he threw, he was upset and he he's yelling at the guys and he said, "You just laid down, you just laid down, you know." And really, in my mind, I'm thinking, "Well, they didn't really lay down, you know." But you can lay down on the inside. Yeah, you can quit on the inside. There you go. In a in in sports, sometimes you get hit long enough, hard enough, get you know enemy coming at you over and over and over. You just kind of lay down and start quitting. And a lot of people do that, but you got to get back up mm-hmm. and we got up half the second half of the year and ended up with a ring so a lot of lessons in that a lot of a uh, lot of things as far as the team goes like you're saying just so many friends too so many just real close friends we were we traveled the country together and yeah. <laughs> i would have to get cassettes back in that day of the, to, classes. of the classes while we weren't able to go to some classes and miss but that it was all it was a divine appointment for me. It was a divine appointment for me being here in that aspect and for them to have the program and to be able to plug in with it. But then as far as the word, it was like being, man, I was in Disney World, fairytale land. So, I mean, it's like I'm a faith lover, word lover, and, and get to come to faith school and coach and win a national championship. Because my goal in high school was to win a state championship. Yeah. Well, we got a national championship ring, and uh, I always say God do exceedingly and abundantly above over. So you got there you go. You wanted one thing, He'll get you everything mm-hmm. else and more. So, but it takes that step of obedience. If you don't, something step you don't want to do, maybe something that looks like it's backwards instead of forwards. What am I doing? I'm already preaching every day. I'm yeah. already in the ministry, really doing what. That's what uh, I don't know if you remember Martin Andrews, Jim Andrews' son. Mm-hmm. He said, "Why?" He was in Menden. He he was he moved to Menden with us from Peru, and he said, "Why are you going to Rama? You already doing what everybody." going to do when they get out i said i don't know god said go there's the only go. reason i'm going yeah. so we went and it was uh it was didn't look right didn't feel right didn't seem like the right thing but when you know god said you do what god said mm-hmm. and that's and it's paid it's paid off immensely uh the growth from just coming now i will say devil tried to bring everything he could when you come sure. you know everybody sure. knows that I mean, I think the turnpike, my wife and I were pulling a 
U-Haul trailer behind our car, and I mean, I can tell it now. It wasn't. It didn't look good then, but we actually were t- pulled off on the side of the turnpike yelling at each other before we got here <laughs> headed to bible school and sitting on the side of the turnpike and just almost fingers in faces so you know um and it was just i mean she wasn't the, she wasn't the enemy coming against it but we yeah. were just you know anytime that when you're about to step out and step into yeah. victory there's all kinds of things that can arise so she might not like me telling that but yeah. it happened yeah. anyway. Vic, Vic and fester it'll fester yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, that actually brings me to a point. Maybe someone's listening um, today, and you're like, you know, you don't know what you need to do, or, or maybe you're like Roddy, you 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 kind of feel you're you're already in ministry, but you feel like you need something more. You know, Rama Bible Training College is an awesome place, and if you'll just go to our website, rbtc.org, rbtc.org, you can find many much information about Rama. But if you would, if you'll just give us your name. Um, your email address and your phone number. We'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, and we'll try to set up a time for you maybe to come um, visit us on Rama Campus, whether it's the Rama College weekend or just come on any any um, any week and come and, and set in some of the classes. Because it seems that most people, once they come to to campus, is that's when they make the decision. Yes, I need to be here. You know, I I didn't know I needed to be here until I got here. And there's something that I need that's here. You know, whether, you, you know, maybe you say, I don't know if I'm called to ministry. Maybe you want to come learn more about the Bible. Um, you know, come in the Rama, you can learn a lot about the Bible. You're, you're, and it's just like, like Roddy says, I mean, every day you're hearing awesome teachings every day. And it's an awesome experience. RBTC.org. And Roddy, what you're also telling us, you know, and, you know, I don't know how many testimonies, I, you know, they're testimonies because they weren't testimonies at the time. But I've heard of, of of on the way to Rama that you know you know well well we read the devil comes to steal kill destroy yeah but but on the way to yeah. Rama you know everything I mean everything that can go wrong go, goes wrong I mean you know all kinds of stuff you know you know you guys might have gotten gotten to a little little bit of discussion I'll just put it that yeah. way having a heated fellowship yeah, yeah, yeah. heated yeah. fellowship or whatever but you know I've I've heard stories about cars breaking down you know and you know all all kinds of stuff um actually one of the the best story is Kevin and Ann Durant. They came from Orlando, Florida. Of course, they they were um, and the Raymond Singers and band, and they and, and every um, every well get acquainted. Then um, they used to tell the story because we would have some music time. We still have a music time, but the singers of band did it at the time. And um, they drove a Volkswagen Bug here, and I can't remember all the all. I think it was a you know it's it's a long ways from Orlando, Florida to here. So it was a three or four day trip it ended up being because they had some kind of unexpected turmoil that kept happening. And yeah. I can't remember all the details, but I tell you what, it's like, you know, they said, you know, it was, it was, it was God that we even got here. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, and that's the thing the devil is, is trying to keep us from, from doing the will of God. Know, the will of God. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, like you said earlier before the podcast, if it wasn't for you coming, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. Yeah. You know, and at the time, you know, you, you thought, hey, man, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm coaching high school basketball. I'm involved in Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm getting people saved. I'm, you know, I'm going around different high schools. And, and this, this like, like, well, even, even Martin was like, man, this is what Raymond grads do. And, yeah. But there was something more that God had for you, but you didn't know it until you got here. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and I, I realized a lot of the experiences that you had, um, you know, here, also yeah. propelled you for what you, what you were going to do in the future, and, and um, 
you know, it's just an, an incredible place. Um, it's and, awesome. I always like to say I came here believing, but I left here knowing. Mm. There's a difference, I think, in believing God and knowing that he's going to. When he told me to go back to Louisiana to get involved with the church there we were at, we didn't know what we were going to do after. And when I thought I knew his voice, then I knew I knew his voice. Mm. It wasn't yeah. like I was believing. I was knowing. There's a difference, I think, in stepping out, stepping out after you leave here. It's that foundation. It's so much word, so much yeah. going in IV, I call it. You get the word IV for four days, plug in, get the, the word, the word, the word, yeah. get it coming in, and then you're like, wait a minute now, I can pick up this building, you know? I can do this. We can, we can take this. Mm -hmm. we can. So you come, a lot of people, you know, ever, never get past just you know, believing. When you know it, you go do it, you know? When you get yeah. to know it, you get to going. And it's like, I believe, I believe we should see, we'll see something, you know? So when the Lord dealt with us to come back, I went from believing to get here to knowing to leave, yeah. knowing. So it was it was a uh, that's good difference to yeah. me. So and that was from the word we got, and just I was in heaven, like I say, being here from just being a word lover and a faith lover and sports lover, and a, I'm yeah. like I'm doing it all, you know. So maybe everybody don't get to do all the things like that. Well, I did, like you, you know, you mentioned the relationships. That is so huge. Yeah, you yeah. know, God brings people across your path, but you've got to. You've got to lean into that and pay oh, yeah. the price to develop relationships, and uh, yeah, it's um, it's key to success. He directs your steps, orders your path, and I yeah. believe he's directing others. And you're supposed to cross paths with some people at certain exactly. times. And yeah. while they're here, you're supposed to be here. You may not know why you're coming. Maybe right. to meet your next best friend or your next wife. Your next I know as called it, <laughs> yeah. I'm a bridal training center <laughs> before, but uh, but um, you know you can meet all of your you know next greatest connections right. your yeah. next great faith step you mm -hmm. know so and and i think Rame has always been a place you know to meet you know so you so once you graduate we end up with friends all over the world yeah you know because you got some some people go to you know other countries and then you have some people there but also you know it, it's really awesome because you make that connection but some of these people are going through some of the same things that you're going through and you know, and hopefully at different times, so that way you can be a you can be a help you know to yeah. them. And I think the great thing now about um, social media is now it's a little bit easier to stay even better connected um, to some of our you know you know colleagues and and you know fellow fellow um, students you know and not just better connected you know you know what's going on because you see pictures you know, yeah. from, from you know from their church and, and from. From there, you know, so you know what's going on. You you can see pictures, you know, their kids and all the kind of things. So it's it's easier to stay connected and feel connected, yeah. even though people are, are miles upon miles. And they might apart. not put the right profile picture up there, though. <laughs> you know, you see them, you're like, wait, you don't really look like that. Yeah, you put nah. one from 12 years ago on there. Well, yeah. well, people, well they, they got all this digital <laughs> liposuction. They mean they look like yeah, they, got caught, they got caught in a hailstorm. The head explode. The eyes is pulled like, tight. Oh, you really don't look like that. Well, no, just, well, see, here's here's. A secret, of course. Obviously, we, we we know about all these. All the, well, I don't know if we know. Our, our wives probably know about all, all the all these photo editing, you know, things. Yeah, I call it digital yeah. liposuction. Yeah. yeah. But but usually, like someone's profile picture isn't what they really look like. Uh, you you got to go through some current pictures. Plucked and tucked and, 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 and yeah, so ripped. And, but um, yeah, but but it is you know pretty awesome to, to stay connected, and I, I know it's even more special too. You know, for for you, you know, being a coach, you know, to to, to to, to these guys, um, you know, and to see, you know, what you you guys were able to put into them and how they were able to take that and just, you know, move 
move further. And, yeah. and, and it's um, and like I said, some of these guys, I mean, you know, we, we know them. I mean, when they showed up to, to, to Rama, I mean. <laughs> I picked up Carlos off the bus. Uh, we all know Carlos. He was like uh, amazing, you know, basketball player. Yeah. And uh, he got the word. He mm-hmm. got the word for two years. And um, he's, I think he went and played pro ball in, uh, where'd he go? Uh, uh, overseas somewhere, yeah. pl- played pro. He had 10 three-pointers in uh, Waxahachie, Texas, is how we won the national championship. That's how I got this ring. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos, for this. But, uh, <laughs> then he 10 played, 3 6-7. He played yeah. semi-pro basketball in Atlanta even after yeah. that. Um, haven't talked to Carlos in a while. Um, keeps changing his Facebook stuff yeah. and phone number. But we got him saved, praise yeah. God. It's yeah. a joke. Carlos, <laughs> a joke. <laughs> Carlos was pretty green whenever he showed up at Raymond. Pretty green. All he had was a bag and a basketball. He brought a ball with him, and that was cool. So we drove down to South Alabama to pick him up. Me and Coach talk about this often. We got all the way down there, took the Raymond Lexus down to South Alabama to go talk to Carlos, recruit. You know, Raymond don't recruit, but we did him. And, uh, <laughs> we don't unless we do. <laughs> yeah, we don't unless we want to. But we went, we drove all night to South Alabama from here. And we got down there, and his mom, or his, his, his girlfriend or something that was there said, uh, he's not here. He's, he's out of state. We said, no, he's here. He's got to be here. So the coach, he, he'll tell it all the time, but he ends up, was down at a burger shop down the road, little old town in Alabama, and he had he st- dribbling a ball, had it with him, and they, we took him out on a goal on the side of a road somewhere and watched him shoot and play and stuff, and it was like a movie, you know, Hoosiers or something. Field, Jimmy of, Chip. field of Dreams. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was, you it was also fun. have to find out, when, when you call, because I've called his home number, said, Carlos there, who? EJ is EJ there? EJ. You call him e- EJ. Yeah, that's what they, they knew him as. Yeah, they knew him as EJ. We knew yeah. him as Carlos. But you a lot know. of people come to Raymond. They got an alias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mama don't call them what they they go by around yeah. here. Yeah. Well, the word everybody. I mean, to me, God used a lot of the sports then to get people in. But now, you know, God will draw. He'll draw people that's supposed to be here. Here, and I believe EJ Carl. I can name a list there at, on, on our teams that were. <laughs> changed you know we had yeah. we had bible study before every practice we preach i'd preach we had message sermons we had to bring before practice and we'd we'd have it in the locker room and we'd almost have shouting messages in there you know and just it was a lot of uh a lot more that went on with that than a lot of people even knew mm-hmm. you know it wasn't just dribble around and shoot and it was a lot of uh word time and that's how it is with connections you know you get to know people you talk to people you open up with people and they're transparent and then you minister you mm-hmm. know these were young guys 19 20 really growing yeah. up you oh know? you were building you building men yeah. yeah 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 even yesterday saw jesse last night and jesse come up he didn't say hey Roddy." he said hey coach yeah <laughs> hey coach i'm like that's that's you know and coaching i was going to say this because i believe it and wrote a book on it I have on a book table but it's you are where you are to get to where you're going and that coaching past had I not done that I wouldn't be able to lead people like we lead people now leaders of men here leaders of people now and uh, brought 18 with us on this trip to this uh, men's conference and just the, looking back at everything God puts in you over here because you're going to need it down here yeah. is amazing to see how God does that too. So that could be at a job when you come to Rama, come up here to school, get in class, sit here, but get the word. But really you're also going to be getting 
more experience than the word. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a job, I worked at Home Depot, ADT, uh, uh, multiple different places before uh, getting out of here, and uh, yeah. got something in relationships in each one of them. So, you know, ministry is about people, and uh, it's hard to do ministry without people. Well, so. if you keep a yes <laughs> on the inside of you, yeah, uh, soon you eventually come to a place you realize that so much of what you've done and gone through and and has been formative for yeah. the call. Oh, yeah. What stuff you thought was wasted. No, God was building something <clears throat> in you. Yeah. Steps of faith. You yeah. gotta go. You gotta yeah. go. When well, he says you know, go, step when he says step. You listen to my my dad talk about him whenever he had to end up going to the military and you know, people like you know in this because of something happened where where he ended up dropping a, a class and they wasn't a full time student so they end up drafting him, so he went and vol- he went not volunteered. He, he went and enlisted, and but he says that the things that he learned in the military are things he uses today. If it wasn't for because he worked in military intelligence and you know top secret stuff, mm-hmm. and he said you know you just had to forget about it. I mean yeah, you know that he, ability to yeah, shut the door and yeah. leave it. Yeah, yeah, and so he said there's so many things that he learned in the army that he still puts into practice today, even though he didn't know why he ended up having to go. But but uh, you know it was. You know, every we we try to learn from everything that we do, and and you know even bad experience sometimes. Sometimes we learn what not to do. Yeah. You know because you know we we learn decisions not to make and yeah. You know and things like that. But I mean you know every everything that we do is a is a a process or, or you know you know for the future. And like I said, and when you are here at Rama, we we do encourage everyone to get involved and. You know, volunteer in different aspects. We have all kinds of different things you can volunteer in. Everything from the church or even, even the prayer and healing um, center. You know, answering the phone. I mean, get involved. I mean, people are are calling every day that they just need help. They they need someone to talk to, someone to pray with. And you know that we have prayer groups going on. We have all kinds of things going on. Plus, you know, we always say if you do feel called to be a pastor, you might want to find out about how to be an usher and how to be, you know. Parking lot worker, I mean, because, you know. Might wear all those hats. Yeah, you might wear. Go park cars and go <laughs> yeah. preach. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, I, I never did that, but I did everything else in the church. Hey, we got James Raymond, the first, uh, I'm in full-time ministry, and, and for the first two weeks, I'm trying to fix a flat-top asphalt roof that's leaking. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. felt like Peter on the housetop. I didn't see no vision, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, but of course. Rolling tall. <laughs> of course, whenever you go to Rama, you know, Dad's dad says that ministry spelled W-O-R-K. Yeah, so it is. Right. You know, a lot of people, they look at all the, they look at the guys standing behind the podium, but they don't realize there's more things that go into it than standing behind the podium. I cleared I, a one-acre parking lot with a electric chainsaw. Plugged in with an uh, extension cord. <laughs> a whole one acre. I cleared it. I mean, you was green before green well, was a thing. Well, the church we went and took in Florida had all women. Yeah. All women. Yeah. Old women. They didn't know how to run no chainsaw. I barely did. I was, you know. And uh, every time a man would walk in, I'd say, hey, man. Hey, man is here. You know, we got a man. Well, work is, you get out, you know, we see this, uh, we see this, uh, I guess, glamorous Preaching, teaching, um, getting yeah. to teach and preach, but it's really, you learn more. That's only a fraction of yeah. ministry yeah. is preaching and teaching. So, Amen. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna bring Roddy back for part two and talk more about what he's doing now. But um, once again, if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you've considered coming to Bible school, I, I don't care whether you're 18 or, or 83. It doesn't matter how old you are. In fact, we have a number of people who have retired from their jobs, some of them take early retirement, and come to Rama 
you know, to, 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 to learn about the, the word. RBTC.org. If you just go to RBTC.org, you can find more information about Rama. You can give us your name um, and your email address and, and your phone number, and we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Rama, um, encourage you um, to come and, and take a tour. Or maybe you're here and you say, I want to come. I already know that. You can fill out an application right now, right online, rbtc.org. The next semester actually starts in January, about the third week in January. The day after Martin Luther King Day. The day after Martin Luther King. So whatever day Martin Luther King Day, the day after that. 16th. All right. The 16th is our our spring semester if you would like to. Um, Martin Luther King Day is the 16th. Okay, the so 17th. The 17th. The 17th. You know, it doesn't matter. You can figure that out. RBTC.org. Well, you know, this has been a great program here at Rama. We're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, and healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. Have a great day.